When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's one of our favorite segments all year long. And we hate the fact that this is the final time that we get a little... You play to win the game. <laughs> the doors are open. Don't press in. It's happy hour with Herm. He is Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. A great follow on Twitter at Herm Edwards. Always a fantastic time each and every Monday about this time when he joins us for happy hour on the Monday after NFL action on Sunday and especially Super Bowl 58 now in the books. Kansas City back-to-back champions. But Herm, a lot of discussion about Kyle Shanahan taking the ball first in overtime and not deferring to Kansas City. That wound up costing 49 to Super Bowl. Or did it? Where do you stand? Well, if you elect to do that, I, I would have not, I actually. But when you decide to do that, um, you have to be in four-down territory. I mean, you, you've got to understand, we're, we're in four-down mode. In other words, we're, go, we're going to take the ball, and you're scripting plays, as Coach Shanahan does. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm telling my offense, and I've told him that week, probably prior to this game, hey, look, if we get into overtime, we're going to take the ball. We're in four-down mode, so we're playing four downs. Right. We're not playing three downs. We're playing four downs because we have to score touchdowns. You can't kick a field goal and give it to Patrick Mahomes. We, we've seen that story too many times. <laughs> yes, we you have. You can't do that. You just, so you got to be – if you take it first, that's fine, understanding right. that we need to score a touchdown, and if Patrick scores a touchdown, we'll get the ball again for a second time right. and kick a field goal and win. I would have preferred to obviously let them have the ball you know, and then play four downs again, right. knowing that this is what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. He did it the opposite, right? right? Everybody's hitting him for that. But it, it kind of, you know, that's that's what happens. You cannot, I'll say it again, cannot kick a t- field goal against number 15. Mm-hmm. It don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> it don't work. Coach Facts. Coach, you, you've been a head coach in the National Football League and college. Uh, you had a, a lot of success, right? The 49ers players after the game. Mm. Talking about mm. they didn't know the Super Bowl overtime rules. As a head coach, if you're in that situation, even though I know you wouldn't be in that situation, right. but if you were in that situation and you heard your players say that, what's your reaction? That what we do here, what we say here, stays here when we leave here. In other words, this is family business. And no matter what happens, at the end of the day, we keep it in-house. Doesn't need to be said. It's very simple. And that's just kind of the rules in the NFL. Right. I mean, I learned that a long time ago when I was a player. That's right. That's what the veteran walked well, veteran walked up to me and said, hey, man, here, tell something, Rook. Anything happens in this locker room, what we say here, what we do here stays here. It don't get up. I said, I got it, man. I, I get it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the shame of it all. You know, you lose a game and then you hear all these things about, well, we didn't know the rule. I, I, you know, I don't know about all that, but but it's a shame that that's what we're talking about today. Right. It's, it's, it's hard enough losing a Super Bowl. Sure. And then you got to hear that. It's like, come on, guys. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, Coach, here's the second part of that sure. entire situation. 
you hear players on the Kansas City Chiefs talk about how Andy Reid, mm. before the season start, touched on the overtime rules. Yes. During the playoffs, each week touched on it and then touched on it multiple times before the Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm. For Kyle Shanahan as a head coach to not do that, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'll say this. If that wasn't covered, there's enough people in the building that work with you. And Kyle, Mighty was look, I don't, I don't know what happened. Might have been putting in the game plan. Didn't even think about it. Well, this is somebody's got to remind you on your staff, hey, coach, we need to do this. Because mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't know if all our players understand this. So we need to have a discussion, you know, and we need to walk through this right. with our players. So, they're, so we're all on the same page. So it's not it, – it, look, at, at the end, it's the coach. He, he's he's got to take the hit. But there's people on your staff that got to be going, hey, now, we haven't discussed this. We probably, I need to mention the coach that we got to bring this up to the team. And no one did that. Yeah, yeah. And, and that quality control. All <laughs> well, that stuff, right? Yeah, uh, especially as detail-oriented as he is. And, and I, you have a million people oh, on staff. Yes. That's the part that, like, yes. bothers me. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Help me to help you now. You guys got to help me out. <laughs> I'm juggling a lot of balls. You know, I'm juggling a lot of balls here. And sometimes you forget. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And, but that, that's one you, you got you to gotta, you gotta touch that one. Yeah, sure. no doubt about that. Herm yeah. Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, a man who played and coached in the National Football League. Always a great follow on Twitter. Herm Edwards, a little happy hour here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. You made a comparison earlier in the sports center involving Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. the quarterback position and the comparison. For those who didn't hear that, what was that comparison between well, those two? Well, the question I was going to say was this. I said, you know, as much as they didn't like Jimmy Garoppolo, he took him to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, well, okay, give me the comparison. Jimmy Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl, lost. Right. Brock Purdy's been to his first one, lost. Right. And I said, what's the difference? Right? It just looks different to me, though. It does. And, and, and look, I'm not trying to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is as good as Brock, Brock Purdy. I'm not saying that. Got it. But I'm saying that, you know, when you look at it, we always want to put it on the quarterback because that's who it falls on. Yeah. But it's more than just the quarterback. Mm. It, it really is. Now, we live in a world where we see that one guy that wears number 15. Yeah. You know, he's got the Superman vest on, and he kind of <laughs> comes out and does what he wants to do. But you look at look at all these teams that have good quarterbacks, and you go, well, if the guy can't be Patrick Mahomes, there's only one Patrick Mahomes. There was only one Captain America. There's only one Joe Montana. Right. You know, and it, that's how it works. And so you can't just say, well, it's always on the quarterback. It's on everybody. Sure. Now the quarterback enhances you. He gives you more opportunities, you know. But but and and that's that's what I'm looking at because that was the whole deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. It can't take us to the next level. I think Purdy did. A, I thought thought Purdy played well. So did well, I. a guy playing in his first Super Bowl. I mean, that's a hard game to play, and I played in that game, man. And your first one, you can't breathe. <laughs> you think you're out of shape. Really? The first series, you're like, man, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Your legs are shaking. It's like, man, what is wrong with me? I mean, that, wow. and you could almost, you could just feel it because people tell you that, and then when you do it, you go, whoa, it's really like that, huh? But you know, because, because I'll be honest, I, I didn't think the moment was too big no. for, for Brock Purdy. I, I will say this: I felt like on numerous of occasions, the supporting cast didn't help Brock Purdy. You got a returner and Ray Ray McLeod, and I used to be a punt returner. No, no. Yeah. You have to drastically, 
with your hands yell Peter poison. No doubt. Get that guy. The guy don't have eyes in the back of his head. He he don't he don't see the ball coming. You can't be Christian McCaffrey on the first drive fumbling the football. You can't be Trent Williams yeah. on another drive having back to back penalties. Mm-hmm. And you can't be Debo Samuel not able to get separation from Trent McDuffie. Your supporting cast has to be right as well. And I didn't think they helped him out enough last night. No, because he's not going to carry the team. Yeah. Not yet. And, no, not yet. Not now. And, and, and he didn't do it all year. Now, he made plays in certain games. Where he, but it, this was a team effort, and you're right. Special teams let him down, mm-hmm. whether it was the kicker, whether it was the punt return, Jake whether Moody, it was extra the fumble. Yep. Right. All these things added up you know, to this, and they had a chance to really score some points, and they didn't do it. And that, and now you got to give the Kansas City defense a lot of credit. Absolutely. Because that's mm-hmm. what carried the Chiefs this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City defense, the run game, and as Mahomes was working with these young receivers, trying to find out who they were, right. he knew who Kelsey was. Yeah. And Andy changed the whole way he played. He said, I got a defense now that's only giving up 17 points. I don't have to score 30 points anymore. Yep. I got two good kickers. I got a heck of a punter, and I got really a field underrated. goal kicker. Yeah. I can play field position. I can play old school football again right now as we develop as the season's going on. And that's why right. everybody's saying, the Chiefs aren't very good. They had a plan. Yes, sir. Coach, one last thing before we let you go, right? Mm-hmm. And we both touched on this. You said it. I said it. I thought at times the San Francisco 49ers just needed to line up and run the play. Here's why. Yep. You gave Steve Spagnuolo two weeks to prepare for you. Every time you motioned, they sent the blitz to disrupt what you were doing. And it came back to hunt the San Francisco 49ers, especially on that third and four. Yep. To try to win the game. And you had a wide-open Jawan Jennings. Yep. You had a wide-open Brandon Ayuk. And you couldn't get it to him because of the pressure instead of just lining up and snapping the football. That's exactly right. And it came scot-free. Nobody touched yep. those guys. Yeah. So it was in his face before he could get rid of the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. And that's a good job by Spag and his defense. You know, that defense doesn't get enough credit. They should. They were really good. Yep. <laughs> They've been really good all year. Those corners did a great job. I mean, you know, we, we talk about Jones. Kalafkas showed up. I mean, yeah. they, they had guys that, that made plays all year for them. Yeah. Number two, number three, number five, and number six, offense in the National Football League. They yep. averaged 28 points per game. Could not even get to 16 points per game on average versus Kansas City during this playoff run. That's exactly right. That's amazing. That's amazing. exactly right. Always appreciate it, my brother. Enjoy the offseason. I'm sure we'll be talking sooner. Call show. me up. I got a phone. You know my number. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. Herm Edwards, ESPN, NFL, analyst, like we mentioned, played and coached in the National Football League. And catch him on SportsCenter, giving a lot of great, great stuff on SportsCenter, coming up in about 15 minutes on ESPN, in terms of making sure that you clearly understand exactly how it happened involving Kansas City and San Francisco when it came to how they won it and how they lost it. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. What do you have to say about how the Super Bowl 58 wind up like that in favor of Kansas City and not in favor of the 49ers, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes, etc. 888-729-3776. Me and Harry are going to hear from you on the Freddie and Harry call in line. One of our favorites is Heath in the great state of Florida. Mr. Heath, what you got, my friend? Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I think Brock Purdy lost this game. And just just hear me out. Everybody's been talking about Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. He had a great year. He had a good year. But can you guys tell me that he's a top 10 quarterback? And everybody's going to say yes, but would you take him over Patrick Mahomes? Well, nobody. I'm not Lamar taking. Jackson. We're not taking anybody over but, them. Yeah, I, I know, but Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud, Justin Herbert, 
Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers when healthy? The answer is no. I would not put him up there, up in that elite category. And well, well, and the reason why I keep saying, and everybody keeps saying, system quarterback. I think he is a system quarterback. Heath, he please. gives what Heath, coach Heath, calls. They, Heath, he please. called a timeout. I think there were six or seven seconds left on the play clock, and burned one of their timeouts. I think it was in the third or fourth quarter. Why would you do that? Because the protection wasn't right what he saw, and he was not going to put his team in a position where the protection wasn't right and they weren't lined up properly and try to run a play that was not going to work against that defense. Heath, I hear what you're trying to say. No one on this program has said that Brock Purdy's an elite quarterback. It would be foolish for anybody (laughs) to say that right now about Brock Purdy that (laughs) has not played at an elite level. Now, to bring some context to the whole situation, only four quarterbacks this year threw for more yards than Brock Purdy. He had 31 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. You can say system quarterback, everybody has a system. Patrick Mahomes runs a system. Josh Allen runs a system. Everybody runs a system in the National Football League. But I'm not going to put the total loss that Brock Purdy lost his football game. There are other co-conspirators there that didn't help him. I'm about to name them because when you have veterans that aren't at the top of their A game, in a Super Bowl, that contributes to it. When you have a mixed, missed extra point in which it would have forced the San Francisco, the Kansas City Chiefs to have to go for it on fourth down and not have the option to kick a field goal on their last drive in the fourth quarter, that matters. When you have a guy in Christian McCaffrey fumble the football on the first, on the first drive yep. when Brock Purdy is having a phenomenal first drive, mm-hmm. that matters. When you have a returner in Ray Ray McLeod, that probably ignited the Kansas City Chiefs because right after he muffed the punt, you had a touchdown pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantley, and things took a turn from that moment on. Mm-hmm. All those things contributed to yeah. the San Francisco 49ers lose that football game. But mm-hmm. also, like I mentioned, Kyle Shanahan not making the adjustments when you motion and the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. firing people from linebacker depth, trying yep. to disrupt what you're doing the offensively, mm-hmm. that played a part also in the loss for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And you know what also played a part in the loss of San Francisco 49ers? That team in red and white is pretty damn good. Yep. Now they lost to a bunch of scrubs. We're talking about they lost to a team that is on an historic path, that had a historic path on defense, where their defense did not allow the second, third, fifth, and sixth best offenses. Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, and San Francisco to average 16 points against them when they combine the average over 28 as football teams. So the guys on the other side had a lot to do with Brock Purdy and the 49ers, not being the 49ers that we had seen up to that point before Super Bowl 58 happened. Well, and he mentioned Lamar Jackson. Well, that defense made Lamar Jackson not look so well, who won MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about Tua. That defense made Tua not look so good twice this season. Mm-hmm. You talk about Josh Allen. In the first half, great. Second half, uh, not so much. Oh, exactly. That defense didn't allow Josh Allen to look so great late mm-hmm. in the ball game. So yeah. the quarterbacks that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. that defense did not allow them to look great yeah. when they played them this season. Yeah, and two of those quarterbacks you mentioned are elite. And Brock Purdy threw for more yards than Tua Tungvaluwa and also Lamar Jackson. Not saying. And Josh, and Allen. Josh Allen. Not saying, just saying. <laughs> He is one of our favorites. He is the Mighty Wolf in Virginia. Three, two, one. Oh! <laughs> From my 
Pack Brothers. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got a bone to pick with Harry Douglas. If you don't mind, Uh-oh. two questions and two quick comments. Okay. But then I'll get to my bone picking. Okay. Kansas City was not a great team this last contest. Sure. How much more of an improvement can they make that'll add towards this repeat that I believe is a possibility for next season? Okay. okay? Number two, Patrick Mahomes. I believe he has maybe four or five seconds of vision. He can see the future four or five seconds before things happen. There's something special about that superhero. My two questions, may I please add to your content, you call it Reggae Monday, allow me to put in Delta Blues Tuesday, Boogie Woogie Wednesday, uh, Mercy Me Thursday, and Truth or Lie Friday. Something like that. What, what, what's mer- what, would mer- what would Mercy Me Thursday be? That's what I want to know. That's a good I don't title. know yet. I only got the headlines. I don't have the content yet. <laughs> now, Wolf, you got but me on pins and needles over with here. Harry Douglas. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here Talk to me, Wolf. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This is something you said minutes ago, whenever it was, your favorite caller is unique. What does it take for me to be the MVP of callers? I'm a, I'm a kind of competitive guy myself. Okay, okay. All so right. you had unique, and I love, and I, let me say this too. I love that story with Rich and his son, man. Woo. Yeah, you moved me with that one. Yeah. Oh. Well, you, you know what? What does it Wolf, take to be the MVP? Wolf, let me say this. She, what I meant to say, honestly, is one of our favorite callers because unique is one of our favorite callers. Absolutely. So are you. Yeah. Also, Kelly, Eric in New York. Marissa we, we, in Mississippi. Marissa in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We have, we have a pack. with that story about his son, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we have a nice pack in which we figure is our favorite uh-huh. callers. Yes. So, yes, you're in there, Wolf. Absolutely. Arr- uh, we can howl to all of them. <laughs> I love the I, I love the fact that Wolf respect. is – Wolf, number one, great respect. Number two, I like the fact the competition between the callers. I don't yes. mind that. Yeah, man. So Wolf, I yeah, had one I, I had one I had one question for you before before you yeah, left, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you had the San Francisco 49ers players rat out their coach and basically snitch on their coach that they didn't know anything about the overtime rules. Wolf, you know, well, what well, do you we, have to well, say we call about that in my crew? Talk to us. Well, we would call that my crew is we would have to put him on the shelf and using our terminology. If you want me to boost your ratings, I can draw analogies to the crews that I ran with. <laughs> that stuff would never happen in my family. <laughs> Say less. Not Say less. My Wolf. uncles, my cousins, and my brothers. Say less, Wolf. That's mm-hmm. all. That's yeah. all I wanted to know. Family business should stay in the family. That's right. That's bigger than Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, what happens in the family stays in the family. That's Wolf right. Is, Wolf is spot on with Are that you- one. Ryan in Wisconsin, my friend. What do you got to say about Super Bowl 58? Hey, fellas, I appreciate you taking my call. Hey, uh, listen, man, I, you know, everybody's talking about individual legacies since this has been going on, you know, Brady, Mahomes, uh, you know, the coaches, all that. But nobody's been talking about team legacy, guys. If yep. San Francisco would, would have won that game, mm-hmm. they would have went to six Super Bowl wins. Yeah. They're in the penthouse. Yep, with yep. the Steelers mm-hmm. and and with the you know with the Patriots, but they got pulled back to five and three. Guess who else is five and three in the Super Bowl? 
the Cowboys. So, dude, <laughs> they would have had bragging rights over America's, parentheses, most hated team, those Dallas Cowboys. They're 2019 and one overall against each other. That one is in favor of San Francisco, uh-huh. but the Dallas Cowboys are 5-4 and four against them in the playoffs. Yep. This even the slate in that rivalry. Yep. Brian and was... let's not forget about KC, guys. Yep. They would have went to 3-3. Three and three. That's true. Ryan in Wisconsin spot on number one. Yep. Number two, the one thing I'll say about San Francisco, Ryan, at least they've been in the Super Bowl in this century. I can't say that for my Cowboys. But but it has to be a heartbreak, a heartbreaker to be able to get to that game yep. twice recently mm-hmm. and not be able to close the deal in mm-hmm. which in both games mm-hmm. – you were right there. Like, you you easily yeah. could have won the game yeah. if a few plays went a different way. Well, when you have a 10-point lead on Patrick Mahomes, you got to put him away. Yep. They had a 10-point lead on him the first time they met in the fourth quarter, couldn't finish the deal, had a 10-point lead, and they were the better football team. You had a chance to extend that lead after he throws a pick on the first possession of the third quarter, and you, you, you wind up punting the football. You miss those opportunities. Harry, you know this. Everybody should as well. They never seem to come back around in your favor in that same game, in that same setting. And San Francisco found out the hard way. Keep weighing in. Always join the conversation of Freddie and Harry. Call in line at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Keep weighing in your thoughts on Super Bowl 58 at 888-729-3776. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Kyle Shanahan will never, ever win the championship. Overreaction or not an overreaction? That and more is next if you keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, together in the Red Game Monday edition of Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us on SiriusXM Channel 80 and also telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We bring in our dude, Shannon Penn, one of our producers. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider as well as NFL guru, does a great column each and every Monday during the football season and sometimes in the offseason 
called Overreaction, Not Overreaction, part of his weekly column on ESPN.com. So Shannon Penn's going to give us the scenarios, and we'll let you know if that's overreaction or we're going to have to tell you to knock it off. All right, Freddie, I'm going to start with you. Patrick Mahomes will end up winning more Super Bowls than Tom Brady. Overreaction, not an overreaction. That's not an overreaction. It really isn't. It's hard to win Super Bowls. But remember, he's 20 years of age, and I'm not trying to predict the future. But if anybody is going to have more than a quality chance to make a run at it, it's only going to be him, not more than anybody else. I don't know if he'll get more than seven, but that's not overreaction. I think he can get pretty darn close. I'm going to go overreaction because eight Super Bowls is a lot. There are a lot. And Patrick Mahomes has been phenomenal amongst his first seven years in the National Football League, six of those years being a starting quarterback. But he has three right now, and to win five more, whew. I know Patrick Mahomes can do just about anything, but winning five more Super Bowls, that, that's going to be tough, in my opinion. So I'm going to go overreaction. Okay. All right, Harry, next question. The 49ers made a mistake by taking the ball at the start of overtime. Overreaction? Not an overreaction. It's not an overreaction. Hell, we know the results. It didn't work out for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 hell yes. It was a mistake for them to take the ball first because they ended up losing the game. <laughs> wow. What he said, let's move on. <laughs> I've changed did you, my, did you, at, the, at the time, did you agree with the decision, Freddie? I agree with the decision at the time because I understood exactly where he was coming from. Like I said, the key words that at the time, that was last <laughs> night, not today. But, he, but I he's said, salty, Shannon salty. With he me. really yeah. is. But here's why. I, I know why he did it last night for two reasons. Number one, because the Chiefs were one and four in the red zone. He was banking that even if they got there, they were not going to score a touchdown. And number two, because he calls the offensive plays. If Kyle Shanahan was a defensive play caller, I think he would have made a different decision. But because he calls plays offensively, he wanted to control that. He could control that a lot more than the defensive side. That's why I believe he decided to make that decision last night. Oh, so you Rasheed Rice right now? <laughs> no, I'm not Rasheed Rice. I'm like, we're not no, I'm, I'm talking to Shannon. Oh, you you oh, you salted with me because I ain't get to, I ain't get you the ball. You know, with the game on the line, you was wide open. <laughs> My fault. I, you you Rasheed Rice in me right now. I, I, I had to remember. I'm not talent. Oh, so. oh, oh wow. <laughs> wow! If you don't stop right now, really if you Shannon. don't what stop, what we doing? Hold on a second. Capitalized. What we doing? That text yesterday, yesterday, somebody referred himself as talent in all. Family bit, don't you bring Hell family business? Oh, you shit. Don't you shit. Don't you, don't you fail? No, you're not. Eric Armstead, you knock it I'm off right now. Eric, Eric Armstead, right Kyle Gusek, you stop that right now. Amplify. You stop that right now. You bring a family business yeah. to Eric, the world right hey, thank now. Thank you. Eric Armstead, Kyle Gusek, uh, no, otherwise known as Shannon Penn, you stop that right now. Right now. You know better than You're going to wind up on the shelf. You keep it up. I'm maybe bringing Wolf in this. Yeah, don't make us call Wolf back. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. Freddie, Steve Spagnolo deserves another shot to be a head coach. Overreaction? Not an overreaction. It's not an overreaction, but I don't believe he wants it. Because when, and Harry said it best, when you get a chance to be a part of this coaching staff and you're going to be regarded as one of the best big game defensive play calls in the history of the National Football League, sometimes. That lane works pretty well because we know who he is because the results have shown us exactly what he's been all about. So he definitely deserves another shot. That's not an overreaction. I just don't believe he wants it. Yeah, this is not an overreaction. I believe he actually deserves an opportunity to. The thing is, like you just mentioned, Freddie, I don't know if he would want to leave a situation that he's in in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. We got to remember, man, being a head coach, it, it's taxing. Yeah. 
it's a lot on your mental. Yep. You have to do way more than just coaching between the lines when you have a football game going on. So, Steve Spagnuolo, he's in a prime, in a perfect position. He has the youngest defense in the NFL. And those guys are only going to get better because they are now seasoned within the last two years Mm -hmm. of what they've been able to do in winning back-to-back Super Bowls. It's a little overreaction, not an overreaction, courtesy of Dan Graziano's weekly column, ESPN NFL Insider and ESPN.com. We're doing it to it right now on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Series X Channel 80. Once again, it's Mr. Salty, Shannon Penn, one of our producers. All right, Harry. I know we can't forecast the future because it hasn't happened yet. Wait, hold on a second. There what's you the, go. What's the if, sullen tone? Well, just, if, if, if we, if what we, this, this is what we doing. Tone. This is yeah. what we doing. Just, this is yeah. what you know, we doing. Laying it out there. Yeah, no, this is what we doing. He went from salty. He didn't go all the way to sugar, but he's got it like in the middle. This is what we doing. Out there. Hey, Harry. If you got something on your chest, no, say it, Cletus. Just, just, <laughs> get, get off your damn chest. If you got something, say get off your chest right now. Walking over here, but you be limping back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the last one for you. You guys need me to ask the questions? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Shannon started it. Get it together, Over-reaction, man. Overreaction, not overreaction from my man Dan Graziano, ESPN.com. Check out the article. Harry. <laughs> I can't. All right, I'm going to read it. Here we go. All right. Uh, yes, we'll see. All right, Harry. Yes, thanks, Dev. <laughs> yeah, save him, Dev. Kyle Shanahan will never win the big one. Is that an overreaction or not overreaction? It's not an overreaction, in my opinion. I think the teams are only going to get better in the NFC. You had three opportunities, one as an offensive coordinator, two as a head coach. You failed three times since 2017, 18, I believe. Uh, you, you weren't able to get it done. When I look at Jordan Love and the Packers, I look at Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I look at Jared Goff and the Lions. I look at Matthew Stafford in your own division mm-hmm. in which Sean McVay, someone you're very, very close to, was able to go ahead and win that Super Bowl ring. It's, gonna, it's not going to be easy moving forward. So I'm going to yeah. go not over, overreaction. I want to say overreaction. So I'm going to say it's an overreaction. Maybe I just have a little bit of faith, maybe too much faith in him and that organization to find a way to get it done. The reason I'm kind of hedging, there are going to be a lot of salaries that they're going to make decisions on. Mm-hmm. Some dudes are going to get their money. Some dudes are going to be released because you got to be that way in the National Football League. It depends on who you want to keep and who you decide to move on from. We can't with you right now, Harry. Hey, we really can't. I've been really shedding right some damn man with my hands. <laughs> I mean, we, obviously, hell, they lost the game. <laughs> we, we really can't be. We can't do this with Shannon, you today. Christine, you laughing too? Christine Lee, you laughing too? Shannon was Christine over Lee, the Dawson. <laughs> he gave you stink face look, man. I've never oh, seen that from man. him towards you at all. I know there's a little, like, you know, jolly behind it, but it still was not cute from Shannon. Shannon said, I don't have time for this nonsense today, man. Just answer the damn question. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, real quick, we talk about having favorite callers. Timothy Goldman wants to know what he has to do to be the favorite tweeter in terms of that because he says he's going to call us when he gets to Tromso, Norway, and he's going to take pictures and everything like that. He wow. says, Harry, he's going deep-sea fishing in Norway in early March, and he will send photos of his catches to our Twitter accounts at Coleman ESPN and at HLS83. Timothy Goldman, that might be a good way to be one of our favorite tweeters. I'm going to have to look up and see, like, what all is he going to be able to catch in Norway? Yeah. He says deep sea fishing in Norway. He's going to send photos of his catches. I Man. guarantee you that fish is going to be big. <laughs> if, you're like, going, if you're going you like deep it? sea fishing somewhere, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a big fish. 
<laughs> nice try. Don't even don't even start. Hey, don't so, even start. Go ahead, Devin. Kane. I know a good way for for a caller to become one of our favorites. What's that? Uh huh. We need a, we need a safe space caller that we know is going to deliver every safe space with uh, something that's not sports related, just going on in their lives. You know what okay. I mean? That would be a quick way to become one of our favorites. Yeah, and, and that's what I love about you know a lot of our callers because we love talking about sports and yeah. I, I feel like we do a great job of informing people. Sure, but absolutely. we we like everyday life too, right? We all, all have about. crazy yes. things going on in our everyday life mm-hmm. and. A lot of our callers, they bring those things to the table, yeah, but yeah. we want you to do it more. We really Absolutely. do. Yeah, speaking of that, me and my wife and I went out for like an early Valentine's Day dinner, and we went out on Saturday night, and a couple next us got engaged. Oh, that's dope. That was pretty cool. I mean, he just, one that's minute just sitting there having dinner. By the way, we've been to this place called Rosa Mexicano, which is in, um, which is in um, West Hartford. Fantastic place. Great food. T- try to roast the chicken. See, Freddie, like you mentioned you and your wife. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow yeah. we're going to see yeah. Chris Brown. Oh, you I are? like Chris Brown. Okay. You know, the wife is excited. Hell, I'm excited, too. All right, there and, you go. And, 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 and we're going to have some fun. Where's Love, Fri- Love Friday going to come early. I bet it is. Love Friday. You know what I'm saying? Is, yes. As I look up in the sky, Love Friday going to come early. Yeah, where's, he, where's he playing at in Atlanta, State, by the way? State, State Farm Arena. Oh, so he's selling out that joint. Yeah. He's definitely selling out that joint. Yeah. But we're going to do a little Love Friday on Wednesday. So that's Let Valentine's me take Day. you down. There we go. I really want to take you down. There you go. Show you what I'm about. Now, be careful. You don't want to outsing Chris Brown. He's been shown that he, he does have a temper. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to do that. You don't want we'll, that to happen. Will not do. Attaboy. Keep it up with Cubs, the calls in Super Bowl 58. San Francisco not winning. Kansas City winning. The decision by Kyle Shanahan in overtime as a head coach. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Plus, the Cowboys try to fix everything that was wrong about the end of their season with their latest hire. It's Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is a red game Monday known as Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We'll get to your calls in about a minute or two. About Super Bowl 58, your thoughts on the Chiefs winning, the 49ers losing, decisions that were made, plays that were not made at 888-729-3776. That's 888-SAY-ESPN, part of the Freddie and Harry call-in line conversation. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys made sure that we are not going to lose a co-worker here at ESPN. When it comes to Rex Ryan, ESPN NFL analyst, at first it seemed like that Mike Zimmer was going to be hired, then not hired, and Rex Ryan can have an interest again. But they now have decided Mike Zimmer will be their defensive coordinator when it comes to Dallas Cowboys. Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider, has more. The Cowboys finally have reached agreement with Mike Zimmer to become their defensive coordinator. Now, the interesting part about this was we were talking about this on Sunday Countdown. I said the Vikings were set to hire Mike Zimmer, but they loved Rex Ryan. 
in their interview with him last week. And we threw it back to the main set. Rick said, hold on, that deal with Mike Zimmer is not done. And the reason he knew it wasn't done was right before that segment started, the Cowboys reached out to him to see if he was interested in becoming the defensive coordinator. We're talking numbers, but Rex obviously wasn't interested in what they were talking about, the numbers at which they were talking about, at which point the Dallas Cowboys turned back their attention to Mike Zimmer to reach agreement. Now, maybe the Cowboys were leveraging Rex some against Mike Zimmer or Mike Zimmer against Rex. We don't exactly know. We just know that they did have interest in Rex as recently as in segment on Sunday countdown before they turn around and get the deal done with Mike Zimmer this afternoon. What I also know is Mike Zimmer, uh, someone I had the utmost respect for, was a part of the Cowboys organization in three different roles from 94 to 2006. And the reason why I bring that up, Jerry Jones hired a guy that he's comfortable with, a guy that has been there within the organization previously. So I thought Zim was going to get the job no matter what. Now, Freddie, Mm -hmm. I'll say this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Zimmer defense is one of the toughest and hardest hardest ones I I played against all time. Okay. Because it's, it's deception getting you to change your protections and set your protections right. The next thing you know, the blitz is coming left. Like he does a lot of that double mug in the A gaps, the two linebackers at the line of scrimmage, creating confusion for the offensive line. And you get a lot of free runners uh, defensively from that as well. So Zim is going to be a great guy uh, for this job. And I'm looking forward to see him have success. There's no way that Jerry Jones is going to let Rex Ryan in that building with his personality overtaking him. I agree. Mm-mm. Jerry Jones looked at him and said, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> He's right. You're going somebody I know, but somebody like that with that kind of personality, that kind of bombastic personality, Jerry Jones is not going to let anybody eclipse the star on the side of the helmet without his face being in the middle of that. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's time to hear from you in a weigh-in on Super Bowl 58. Chiefs win it. 49ers did not win it. Brock Purdy wasn't bad. Mahomes was magic. Kyle Shanahan may have lost the Super Bowl. All things are welcome at 888-729-3776. Marshawn in Iowa becoming one of our favorites. What you got, Mr. M? What's going on, big dogs, man? First, I want to say, like I said, happy, happy um, Super Bowl Monday. Second, like I said, man, I think they should make the Super Bowl a national holiday. (laughs) Because <laughs> that 1942 had me messed up. Shout out Harry for that. Shout out Harry for that. Man, I was messed up off that, man. And my job, we was doing a Super Bowl deal. So we they dropped the bottles to 100 bucks. So I oh, grabbed one. Boy. Um, personally, if y'all want to ask me, I honestly would have did the same thing Kyle Shanahan did in the overtime, man. If you don't understand what's going on, and then at the end of the day, you playing Thanos Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? That guy that was on here earlier that decided to call him Captain America, no, bro, I am the biggest Marvel fan ever, bro. And the only person that cannot be beaten in Marvel is Thanos. So that's Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? I would have deal with Cal Shanahan did. You got to understand, this is Pat Mahomes. Give my, give my quarterback the ball first. Pat Mahomes, if we give him the ball first, he's going to score. And I told you guys a couple weeks ago, this would probably be the first game Pat Mahomes is going to have to play keep up. And he had to play keep up. But Imagine giving Pat Mahomes the ball first. He go down and score a touchdown. Birdie can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, Birdie, give up him the ball. We go down and score one. Now, either he going to score another one and tie it up, or we're going to lose this joint. But- I think – I think more so the moral of the story for San Fran getting the ball second is that mm-hmm. you don't have three downs, right? You have four downs to try to make it right versus yeah. having three downs when you have the ball first, and if you don't get it, 
you have to punt. And, and that's a situation that happened with San Francisco defensively, right? You had a Patrick Mahomes in a fourth and one situation. And normally if they would have had the ball first, they would have had to punt. Mm-hmm. But because they had the ball second, they knew they had to go for it. So you get more downs. No matter what decision was going to be made by Kyle Shanahan, it was going to be predicated on if they could stop Patrick Mahomes. There was one point in the sidelines in the overtime where Steve Wilson, the defensive coordinator, called the, uh, whatever defense he called, and Kyle Shanahan ran down the side and called a timeout. And he said, bleep that. Don't run that bleep and blank <laughs> because he had seen that. No, 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 no. That's what he does. He puts that pressure on you. He forces decisions to be made based on the fact that we don't believe we can stop him or we hope we can stop him. Kyle Shanahan thought he had numbers in his advantage by taking the ball first. Kansas City was 1-4 and four in the red zone. He was thinking, okay, the defense should be able to maybe keep him out of the end zone and not getting a touchdown. He also, the Kansas City defense, said that's a tied defense. We're starting to find our rhythm running the football. And it took a little bit of time for them to get down the field and make that happen. He had numbers on his side. But when you play a guy like that that goes beyond numbers, he can make any decision that seems to be the right one at the time look very, very foolish because of Patrick Mahomes continues to bring to the table, and he's still only 28 years of age as the Chiefs quarterback. Now, Brother Dev pointed this out earlier today, like amongst our group chat. We can't forget that third and long, right? And if it wasn't for McDuffie holding, boy, they would have yeah. been punting that ball quick and early right, because in that they, overtime. It was third and long, exactly. Third and eight when he got the call to hold the penalty. Yep. It, it, may have been, it may have been third and 12 plus. Either if way, I'm not yeah, mistaken. Right, yeah. Me, yeah, I think you're maybe right on that one. Either way. Third and 13. Third and 13. Third and 13. Yeah, that's what he does to teams. That's what he yep. does to people. That's how that happens. So yep. I, I clearly understand why he decided to do that because he felt for the first time in a while in this game, the numbers are kind of in my favor. The numbers are never in your favor versus Patrick Mahomes unless the game is over and you have more points in Kansas City. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head, boy. You, you will never – Hear me again. Mm-hmm. Say I'm going against Patrick Mahomes in those situations. I got to see it with my own eyes. Well, like Devin Kane said about Brock Purdy, I got to see it. I'm the same about Patrick Mahomes and beating him <laughs> in that situation. But what could be the biggest barrier for the Chiefs making it one, two, three? That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.